Welcome to another edition of the Glittering Bones, not glittery, Glittering Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, and we're going to go around the grounds in the old El Martello kind of... Yes, J.D., you did pick straight up on El Martello, around the grounds with El Martello. Let's go around the grounds. We're crossing over to Princess Park here. Um, Hey, John Douglas here. Glad to be here. Very, very excited about this week's topic. This week's topic excites me. I love it. Okay, interesting. Let me uh, settle back in because it's going to be a good one. This is going to be a great Welcome aboard, ladies. Thank you. I'm hell confused about what you were talking about with Around the Grounds, but um, yeah. What you- uh, look, back in the day when 3AW used to broadcast the footy, um, they used to go around the grounds and there was a commentator called El Martello and uh, they would throw to El out at Vicky Park or at Princess Park or wherever and he would throw the scores down and talk briefly about what was going on with the footy on a Saturday Arvo. I thought Craig, Craig might still be on his um, high from the Pies win on. <laughs> the- oh, look. Yeah, well, that was a solid performance, Gab. So really was. I am looking forward to the Saners tonight, though. That'll be interesting. That'll be a good one. I'm actually uh, I'm firing up the pizza oven just for that particular game. I'd like to mm. see. I want to see both teams built the crap out of each other. And okay. just soften up, soften them up for the rest of the competition. I reckon yeah, okay. they're the best teams in the comp at the moment. Right. Okay. Interesting. I've had my little say. There we go. Brilliant. Well, um, given we're uh, we're kind of ready to roll, should we take a look at uh, what's going on, Gab? Do you want a little precursory convo before we jump into it? Yeah, of course. So this week's topic is um, something a little bit different. I'm switching gears for today. Um, So without further ado, here is Mission Australia's Winter Safe Home campaign. No. I just needed to get out. Uh, Yeah, I've just come back, yeah. Half the house is still underwater. I've lost a lot. Uh, not right at the moment, but um, I've got a job interview tomorrow and um, that, that's uh, pretty promising. Uh, I couldn't afford the rent. I don't know what to do. Every hour, 3,000 Australians seek homeless support. Help find them a safe home. Please donate now. Ooh, kind of got me in the feels. Ooh. It got me in the feels. So hard. Right there in the fields, I've got to say, if that was that, if that was my, if that was my boy, but he's skateboarding down the bloody hallway, I'd bloody have a words. So I'd, I'd get the coffee out of the lovely, lovely lady, and then I'd turn around and go, get the bloody skateboard. But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> so look, I'm going to kick off with some beautiful cinematography. I think the actual production value of this particular uh, campaign was exceptional. I really felt the richness in the way they captured, you know, some of these, you know, extreme situations that that people find themselves in right now. I think that really added to it for me and definitely hit me right, as I said, in in the feels, you know, there were so many elements that I think that we only really sort of hear about somewhat on news and they really illustrated it for you in this situation. But I think both the people that were either talent or, or perhaps they were real people, knowing Mission Australia, it could potentially be people that are currently experiencing homelessness that they that they filmed. 
But ultimately, yeah, for me, it really did connect emotionally. And as I was saying, I think the way it was shot really elevated that as well. Um, simple voiceover with a really simple message and blew my skirt up to think that there was that many people that are currently in that situation. And then, you know, we've all talked about the current sitch with interest rates and inflation and, you know, the RBA highly likely having made a significant mistake that they put a lot of people in this situation. So, you know, I think it's quite topical to think that now the government is thinking about whether they do or don't, you know, maintain powers on these interest rate rises because of, you know, what we're experiencing right now and obviously what Mission Australia is looking for support for. So for me, extraordinarily well done and it worked for sure. I would give them money. Yeah. Oh, that's the, yeah, there's the, there's the benchmark right there. Yeah. yeah. But I think uh, like what this ad does really well is I think, I feel like it brings awareness to the reality of homelessness. I think a mm -hmm. lot of people have preconceived notions or you know what you see on the streets of Melbourne CBD like that is homelessness and I think what the ad does really well is helps I guess articulate and tell the stories um but also destigmatize um and and really help people understand especially with what we're going through with inflation and interest rates um you know cost of living rises that there are many everyday Aussies people that you might actually know who are going through a tough time and are at risk as we go into the colder winter months of even, yeah, not just having shelter and some of the stories that they were able to tell in such a short 30 second, um, I thought were really powerful. And hopefully it helps people understand that homelessness is is not something that we should look down upon or um, that um, people should feel poorly about. It is a reality and and um, I loved Great it. Point. I put Great point. I think you're right on with the the extreme homelessness where we see people sleeping on the streets. I think that is, you know, the most difficult of the most difficult, but then people that are still potentially able to maintain a job, but living in a car with their children or living in a garage or unable to pay their rent, you know, that, that's the stuff that's, you know, perhaps like a slight level up from them being on the streets. And I guess that's the, 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 the transgression. That's where it goes, but good point gaps. And I think you're right on. It does it elevate the visibility of how close to home it could potentially be you know there might be people we know that are still able to go to work but they don't have anywhere to go home after work mm. yeah. yeah i think there's a they draw a very a, a very clear line i think between homelessness and sleeping rough yeah yes so i think to your point i think that you don't you don't get that view of like it affects kids like yeah. all of a sudden it's like Oh bloody hell! That's right. You know, it it it's just a wake up call. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it was exceptionally well done, and you know, trying to remove the kind of stigma, but stig stigma stigma stigma, but also opening your eyes to it being like a, an everyday situation for a lot of people. And I think the way they brought it to life was really beautifully done, especially like through the idea of a phone call. So it was like listening in on these phone calls that these people were having, um, you know, rather than them perhaps like talking to camera or being a voiceover. Like I think it was a really nice insight into, into you know, the prevalence of this as well and the struggles that people go through. So hats off to them. I think they did a really beautiful job. 
Yeah. Very nice. Well done. That's well done. Up to them. <laughs> yes, well done. Which leads to our question of the, the week, Gabaloo. Hardest so, question in advertising. The hardest questions in advertising. I think I've already answered, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I, I thought I'd stay on. I thought I'd stay on theme. So the hardest question in advertising this week is: Does not-for-profit advertising really work, mm-hmm. or would the money be better spent um, supporting boots on ground and practical efforts? I think it works. My my thought around it. I think you can. You can reach a lot more people through it. And I think it's less confronting's not the word, but like I think we've all been in that situation where we're going into Woolies and there's people standing there being like, hey, can I talk to you for a second about this? And you're kind of like, oh God, it's like, no, your immediate reaction sometimes is just like, no, I'm busy. Like, I don't have time for the seeing eye dogs or, you know, what did the cancer council? Yes, you do. Almost. You would always have time for a I'm always got time for the Anzacs. I'm yes, just... anything to do with um, an animal, you'd be on. But, but in reality, yeah, I do. I love animals. But when I'm when I'm in my moment of doing something and someone kind of interrupts that moment, I do have this kind of response of like, no, not now. And and maybe I yes, I feel guilty afterwards and oh, I should have. But I think there's that kind of knee-jerk response that even like watching people going past these people as well like that same kind of thing happens um so for me that spending money in that degree I, I don't know like you know how effective it is but I guess there is putting budgets towards accommodation and, and food and all that kind of stuff perhaps is more so what you're talking about Gabs but yeah. I think the sentiment of that story is going to stay with me more so than perhaps other kind of boots on the ground efforts to raise funds. Yeah, so I yep. think I think it's money well spent. I'm going to take the opposite view. Because <laughs> you are. I'm going to be the curmudgeon in the bottom corner. The um, curmudgeon. The curmudgeon in the bottom corner. I think uh, notwithstanding the 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 piece that we've just seen from Mission Australia. I think a lot of not-for-profit advertising falls into the trap of look how caring we are and look at the good deeds we're doing. And they do all of this, they pour their heart into what show what's get show what what gets shown on screen and doesn't actually get into what advertising is good at. They ignore the power of advertising and it's like, what's your name? Why should I remember you? What's in it for me? And so much not-for-profit advertising doesn't remind you who we are, what's in it for me, or actually, and what do you want me to do? <laughs> like there's, like the world vision is about world vision. We fix people's eyes all over the world, and it's pretty easy to remember world vision. But there's so many people so many good deeds that could be done that the whole landscape is littered with people who are doing amazing work. I understand that you care. I understand that this is really, really important, but it's really, really important for autistic kids. It's really, really important for AIDS sufferers. It's really, really important for refugees. It's really, really, there's only so much empathy I've got, especially at quarter time in the football. You know, like, and I don't mean to be flippant, but like, there's only so much 
so much kind of bandwidth I've got. And I think a lot of not-for-profit advertising falls into the trap of how do how am I supposed to remember you? Like if I was gonna, if I was, I really like that the Mission Australia, they had the little us underlined, like there was that sense of it's all about us. I would have liked to see more about that. Like this is our mission, our mission, our mission, this is about us. And I think they could have done a little bit more brand work, like this is about this is this is a mission. How am I supposed to remember? This is my mission. Why am I going to give my money to you and not homeless Australia? Or do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, mm. like I, the power of advertising is not that you care. The power of advertising is here is your money that I'm getting out of my pocket to give to you. That's that. So there you go. That that had to say. Welcome, Argent. Welcome, Argent. I I. I want to take the tone with it that not-for-profits have a bunch of people working and I guess they're paid at some level and probably underpaid, I would assume. But what if the government, for example, where we obviously have a housing crisis, I think it costs more to rent a home than it does to buy a home in most um, suburbs in Melbourne or in Australia. I, I remember seeing recently on the news, why doesn't the government say we're going to provide an opportunity for a tax like Medicare, but this tax will go towards providing affordable home for, you know, like people that, that require it. Because for me, that would feel like I'm giving the money that would get to the source of actually helping the people now, notwithstanding, you know, building ripoffs and stuff, all of the bullshit that's happened previously with all of this, because clearly that's highly probable as well. But I'm saying if, if we're at the state we're at with, homelessness and the requirement for affordable housing and homes, God, I would pay a tax on top of yeah. whatever else to make sure that that money went to actually building homes that people that require them could move into. Now, I don't know how likely or probable that could potentially be, but coming back to the point of what we're talking about today. I was wondering me, when you were going to get back to that. Yeah. For me, there's a mistrust with the not not-for-profits. I think that predisposition yep. to what we've seen previously when funds potentially have been misappropriated. And again, I'm not being, you know, like uh, pointing anyone, pointing mm -hmm. to anyone, but there's there's obviously been instances of, of this. And yep. then, you know, like with potentially CEOs that are being paid more than they should be, which then puts them in a position where the money doesn't get to where it needs to go. So the percentage of my dollar that goes to providing a home for someone, I feel is so little. And that's the part where I'm struggling with connecting the dots of, yes, the ad's beautiful and really illustrates the situation, but is Mission Australia the people that would be trustworthy enough to have my money to help? So do you, Or are they going to give they, 10 cents of my dollars? Should they spend their money on advertising or boots on the ground, though? <clears throat> that is the question, Caro. Well said. <laughs> that is the the question is, should they spend their money on Do we trust the government or do we trust not-for-profits? I, I don't know who I trust, but I think, look, the, the point of the question would be that I think that they should spend the money on advertising if I'm going to answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Lashie? Well done. Um, <laughs> we, we got there. <laughs> um, oh, I love it. I love it. I love your passion, mate. I really do. I think it's a very thorny subject. People that don't have a place to live, I mean, far out. That's got to be pretty shitty. Yeah. 
you know. My answer is I feel like as long as the the funds that go towards the advertising um are not extreme or too extravagant to the point where it's um you know I'm sure all of these not-for-profits have have budgets and they set aside funds for advertising um but as long as it's not you know exorbitant um and yeah then I feel like there's a definite place for it however with what we've seen from Mission Australia today, as much as I loved it and I loved the awareness and the destigmatization that they're bringing to homelessness, I feel like some of the best not-for-profit advertising is um, ones that are, I guess, fully integrated and that really um, have a really strong call to action. So, you know, Fight MND, um, Poppy Appeal, Good Friday Appeal, <clears throat> they all... Um, you know, have a much bigger, I guess, um, call to action and really drive home what you need to do to support um, and what you can do in that moment. It becomes quite a cultural, larger campaign. Um, and I feel like Mission Australia run this campaign every year. It would be really cool to see um, whether they could make it more of an activation. You know, there's the whole um, CEO sleep out at the MCG. Like I think some more of that stuff rather than awareness TVCs would really help actually drive people to take action and donate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think there's there's different ways of there's certainly different ways to go about that. Fight MND. The the as as hard as this is. Um, like the best thing that happened to for MND research was a famous person getting MND who decided to do something about it. Yeah, you know, like that when when Rock Hudson came out with when he when he contracted AIDS, the headline was finally someone in the White House knows someone with AIDS. Like Ronald Reagan was a mate mm. of Rock Hudson, like and that and that boosted spending on AIDS research mm. because. Because a famous person had it, you know. Like the, I think that's, that's the, the parallel. About the, the homelessness, though, as well. Like you're not, you're not privy to who. Sick. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like a oh poor you, you've now got this or you've now got that. It's I don't know. I guess on the scale of things, maybe we don't consider it to be as serious, perhaps as. Other, yeah, but I think that's, I don't know. And then with like Poppy and Anzac Day, that's like a you may know like it might be your grandpa or your grandma like you've got a connection as well it's I think homelessness is a really tough one because unless perhaps you know someone or you've been homeless yourself it's kind of that uh detached yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it is yeah. that's the same with, I think that's the same with any not-for-profit it's very it's very easy to walk past someone who's shaking a tin for you know environmental research or mm. you know, whatever refugees it's like Yep. It's yep. they're far too easy to what was that what's that great that great quote? The group of people walking down the street and um it's not a joke, sorry. It's from a comedian who was saying that when you walk past someone who's homeless who's got a who's got a tin out, yeah, she she saw this guy. I mean, we all saw him, but she saw him and everyone else just walked past. Like it's easy to ignore yeah. people with a tin out, you know, even when they're dressed like a koala. Like it's, in it, and so you've got to break through that and celebrity breaks through it. 
emotion breaks through it. Like what are the things that are going to get past people's limited attention span, especially Mm. when they don't want to pay attention? Yeah. Yeah. It's really tricky. Yeah. But I'd say the MND campaign is advertising. I, I, I would say that's advertising. Mm. Neil Downer has Neil Downer has campaign may not be paid for mainstream advertising, but that's advertising. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, brilliant. Yeah. Yep. Well, brilliant topic, I would say. Uh, oh, yeah. Well done. Oh, that's awesome. Definitely brought it up a level, Gabs. Well played. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Um, We'll close out with that was another edition of the Bones of Advertising. We'll see you next week. Don't go changing.